This is the Anything Show with John Francois, featuring Andrew Venderton. Okay, I think we're here. Yes, we are. John Francois here. Trying once again with Andrew Vanderton. I think we've tried like 54,000 times tonight to have a show. Andrew, I think it's going to happen this time. What do you think? We've got this. This is going to work. Okay, it is. You know why? Because we have Michael Ironside joining us later on, a fantastic actor known for playing a lot of villains and tough guys. I mean, my God, Top Gun, Total Recall. He was the voice of Darkseid in the DC Animated Universe. What has this guy not done, Andrew? He just needs to come and be a teddy bear on my couch. And I think he can because he has a wonderful beard and he does not do drugs anymore, as he told me in the interview. (laughs) Oh, even better. Right? I mean, a drugged up teddy bear, not as fun as a non-drugged up teddy bear. Yes, I'll take a sober bear any day. There you go. All right. Also, what's going on? TikTok. Yeah, let's, let's find out what's on TikTok. And... Then we're going to do what we're about to do right now, which is some small talk. Andrew, um, there's a lot of things I wish I learned back in high school. Thank God I'm not there anymore because high school can be a very awkward phase. I had a great time with the theater department there acting in theater productions. Don't get me wrong. But just growing up and trying to figure out who you are, going through puberty, it's a very awkward time in life. How did you deal with high school? High school was very interesting for me. I went to an art so everybody who was there was focused on some specific art that had to do with theater or music or, you know, pictures and all kinds of different forms of art. And our school was like a mini college campus because we could just go to and from school whenever we wanted to and just enjoy classes. So it was like it was like a vacation as a kid every day. I love it. Well, things that we wish we should have learned in high school that is its own category. Of course, we have things like, you know, the arts. You and I, we share that. We love to learn that in high school. But things that they did not teach us, according to a recent list that a lot of people put together online, for instance, how to calculate compound interest. Andrew, uh, a, a little while ago, while we attempted to do the show, you explained what compound interest is to me. I still don't know what it is. Does it have to do with pound cake? Because I am totally confused. I wish it had to do with pound cake. If it did, I would eat it. Yeah. That would be awesome. But it's essentially your money's in a bank account, and based on the average amount of that in amount in that bank account, you get interest over the year based on an average of it. Gotcha. <laughs> I think. I don't know. Look, I mean, Tony, my fiance, we're about to get a house together. So she usually does all the complicated mathematical equation problem solving work. And then I just go off to the side and eat fruit snacks naked. How about that? That is the life. That is the dream. It really is. It really is. Especially if it's warmer weather. When it's colder this time of year, like it usually is, but snow, man, maybe not so fun. I mean, if you're near, like, a nice fire and just, you know, some underwear and eating fruit snacks, you'll be toasty. Yeah. Another thing that people uh, wish they would have learned in high school, how to understand the concept of opportunity cost. What the heck does that mean, Andrew? I have no idea. Yeah. Happiness takes work. Yep. Yep. That's another thing that people wish they would have learned in high school. Um, I think going back to the whole money conversation, uh, to really break down how... I can spend and save my money wisely. I mean, I do a decent job of spending and saving, 
but I don't think I did a good enough job because I'm like thousands of dollars deep into credit card debt right now. And I feel like if high school just kind of like brought out that whip, you know, brought out that nun and said, yeah, you're not going to use a credit card anymore, daddy oh boy. Like if they had that kind of discipline, then maybe I would be in a different place, Andrew. I am with you there. I do wish that in high school there was a course the same way we would take like mathematics and all that stuff to say, hey, this is how you budget. This is how you control your money. This is why you shouldn't get a credit card. And if you do get a credit card, this is how you use it and make sure that it's within your means. Like, I wish we had that. Yeah. Hey, uh, Andrew, are you in the mood to uh, call a creep in Wisconsin right now? Let's dial him up. I really <laughs> want to have combo so in wisconsin this funny story uh, this guy rented a billboard to find himself a wife so a local news station did a fun interview with him um the final detail in their story is what really got me so this guy in addition to having a billboard to find a wife he has a restraining order filed against him oh what a surprise andrew the guy <laughs> that put up a billboard saying hey who wants to marry me also has a restraining order against him yeah i i, I didn't get any sketchy red flags from that guy at all you, did you as soon as i heard billboard in wisconsin i was like <laughs> okay this is very creepy like there are a lot of things that really put me off but billboard in wisconsin that man's got bodies so Within the advertising of this guy, his phone number was also put out, and I want to dial up his phone number right now to see if we get anything. You you want to you want to uh, uh, listen as I do the honors, Andrew? I will listen as you do the honors. Yeah, I, I, and I, I'm going to put my cell phone right up to the microphone here. So his number is six zero eight six three one zero five seven five. All right, so let's see what we get here. You hear that speaker? I hear it. Where is this? Is the speaker on the front or the butt of the phone? I think it's on the butt of the phone. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's on the butt of the phone. Yep. I hear it. Yep. All right. Come on. And this guy, you can imagine, has had so many calls. He's probably had like millions of them now. Yeah. I bet you he's found his wife. Oh. I mean, if he did, then the wife is already dead by now. <laughs> Probably dead with like a cheese pad. Robert, uh, I appreciate all the love that everybody is sending me. I'm just getting a lot of phone calls and I'm overwhelmed with everything. So if you can send me a text with a picture of you and a little bit about you and where you are from, I would really greatly appreciate it. If it's something important, please just text that too, and I promise you I'll get back to you. After you have finished oh, your message, nice just hang up. Or to hear more options, please press 1. Okay. Hi, Robert. It's John Francois and Andrew Vanderton from The Anything Show. Uh, say hi, Andrew. Oh, uh. So, um, I I'm 5'7". I have a little bit of a beer belly, but not enough to turn you off. Um, Andrew, what's, what's your height and weight? I am 5'6", and I'm about 190, so I've got a nice plump shape. And I heard the hanging up sound, so I think Robert I think Robert is one of those people that's like, oh, if you don't impress me in 15 seconds, then you're done. Oh, I was voicemail is over. Yeah. God, and I was about to get into whether I liked food in the bedroom or not. Damn it. 
<laughs> yeah. I was going to say, like, oh, I like my Wisconsin cheese in my uh, bowl of r- rice, if you know what I mean, Robert. Oh, that sounds like a very, very kinky situation, bowl of rice with cheese. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's Robert's loss. Honestly, I think any white guy in Wisconsin, they they are known for losing out on many, 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 many wonderful black experiences. Um, Unless, of course, you know, you're talking about Jeffrey Dahmer. I I think that's technically an exception, but. (laughs) Very true. That is very true. I do hope that, Robert, you find whoever you're looking for, because he sounded kind of nice in the voicemail, but I do get like possible vibes of danger yeah 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 so probably safe that we are um not going to uh, be anywhere within uh, robert's parameters hey um so speaking of foods in the bedroom i do often like to eat cereal in the bedroom andrew um i find it to be a very convenient breakfast food and not too long ago actually it was national cereal day i was thinking about my favorite cereal oh god man fruit loops that is my go-to sinful, unholy weekend bonus treat because of how sugary and artificially fruity it is. But I cannot have it every day, Andrew. I usually have cereal every day, and I tend to go the healthy route during the week with Cheerios or Checks. But Fruit Loops, I'm telling you, if you want to personify the devil for me, it's Fruit Loops. What about you? What's your favorite cereal? So my favorite cereal was the Captain Crunch peanut butter. Um, that was my favorite one to just eat. I could eat it all day long. Yeah. You know what? Uh, here's the, my thing about Captain Crunch. When I had it for a brief period of time, like there was something sticky about the texture of that cereal where it would always get like get stuck to the roof of my mouth or my teeth. Did that ever happen with you? All the time. The peanut butter Captain Crunch, I don't know what it was. It maybe was like the sugar in it would just get super sticky and it would get all over your mouth but then i would also eat it with melted peanut butter so then it would get even stickier (laughs) oh melted peanut butter i feel like that was my name in high school oh melted peanut butter that sounds like a big like movie name yeah you know what um you me and you andrew uh, in the few years that we've been doing this podcast we're going to meet each other for the very first time in your current home city of rochester we're going to go see a drag show if i do not see a drag queen by the name of melted peanut butter i'm going to be so disappointed john i think you have found your drag persona oh i think you have Melted peanut butter could be your persona. You don't even know it yet. I, I, well, now I know. Now I know. I, I, I'm going to be doing a drag show in Rochester. Now I know. <laughs> uh, but I did like the, the, the berry-flavored Cap'n Crunch. That's what I used to like for a brief moment when, when I was younger. So, you know, I'm right with you. Cap'n Crunch, they, they can certainly have favorite cereal vibes. Uh, finally, for the uh, how young do you feel uh, part of our small talk... Uh, I was reading, Andrew, about how people usually feel like 20% younger than they actually are. So, for example, if you're like 30, you actually feel 24. Now, I'm 31, and I think you're 33, correct, Andrew? I'm 34 now. Oh, you're 34? I'm sorry. When was your birthday? September 28th last year. Oh, okay. I thought you were about to blow me away. Like, oh, my birthday was yesterday, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so do you feel younger than 34 or do you feel like right at 34? John, I feel like I'm 50 every day. I do not feel like I'm in my 30s. 
<laughs> All right, so a new segment. Do you feel older than you actually are? I'm thinking that when the summer comes, that's when I feel better. But in the winter, I feel so old. Yeah. You know what? Um, this has me thinking about uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, who is a wonderful actress. She's nominated for an Oscar this year. She is advocating for matinee concerts. If there's any indication of how old you're getting, it's matinee concerts. And honestly, I'm nowhere near however old Jamie Lee Curtis is, but I agree with this idea, Andrew. She's saying that artists like Coldplay and Bruce Springsteen, to respect the fact that she wants to be in bed by 7.30, should have concerts like at 2 or 3 in the afternoon. Now, I know you saw Dua Lipa not too long ago in concert. What would you think if Dua Lipa said, you know what, 1 p.m. concert? How about that for you guys on a Saturday? John, I would have been so much happier. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Give me a day concert. If I can go to the concert and it's daylight and I leave and it's still daylight, I am in heaven. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. I mean, th th every now and then I could, you know, go out to the bar kind of late, stay up past midnight. Like, I think you and I are probably going to do when, when I visit you in Rochester. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm getting to that point <laughs> where it's like, I, I, I might have a fit if you, uh, schedule dinner plans later than six o'clock. Like I'm getting to be that kind of old. Like, I don't want di uh, like people who schedule dinner time at like eight or eight 30. Like what, 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 what bitch ass mother raised you? Come on now. Right. What planet are you on? I if the plans are after 8 p.m., you can already count me out. If you don't call me and let me know that we're doing something by 6 p.m., once I get home and I am relaxing, there's no getting me out of my house. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm 31. Uh, I will tell you this, Andrew. There was a moment where I thought I still had the youthful energeticness of my 20s. But then mm -hmm. reality hit me the other day when I tried to open a jar of jelly. You know how, how you have, like, those jars that are so tough to open and you have to take all your blood, sweat, and tears to open them. Mm -hmm. So I uh, opened up, or, well, I was attempting to open up a jar of jelly the other night. And let me tell you, the pain that shot up, you know, from the right hand all the way up through my arm, my shoulder. Oh my God. You would have thought that I was trying to, uh, twist open, I don't know, uh, something a lot tougher, like, uh, God, I don't know, something from like a chemical plant, like one of those things, like one of those water spigot things from a chemical plant. But no, it was a jar of jelly. Like just, just, just an ounce of physical effort to open that tough jar of jelly. And it was just like, ah, I think I sprained my arm. Ah! <laughs> your joints and your bones cracking as you try to open a jar john welcome to the older years yeah yeah i'm reminded of that joke that ray romano said on letterman not too long ago where he said that he was getting so old to the point where he could sprain his neck just burping from ginger ale <laughs> like that that's that, that's how old you could get <laughs> oh god all right well i love that small talk you want to find out what's on tiktok andrew Let's find out. Let's see what's on the tickies. The tiki, the talkies. You can find us on TikTok, by the way, at Anything Show Francois. Andrew, what's your own TikTok? It's at AJ 
so A-J-A-Y underscore Vandertunk. Beautiful. Okay, so there are way too much dangerous, reckless, stupid TikTok trends these days. I love this one. This guy going around playing a game of truth or dare to strangers. Now, you would think, oh, in the traditional TikTok trend way, truth or dare, put uh, put a big uh, uh, smartphone up your butt and see if you can poop it out, like stupid shit like that. No, this is actually a sweet truth or dare that might bring a lump to your throat if you're a parent. Listen to this guy's truth or dare when he comes up to this little boy. Truth or dare? Dare. I dare you to call your dad and tell him you're thankful for him. All right, I got you. Hello. What's going on? I just wanted to tell you I'm thankful for you. Why did you... Why are you doing that? Because you, you do a lot for me and I never give anything in return. Well, you just made my day. Thank you for the call, man. Yeah. Well, I'll see you tonight. All love right. You. Love you. Bye. Bye. Isn't that sweet, Andrew? I mean, why can't we have more TikTok trends like that where it's just, hey, I dare you to be a kind person to people in your life that deserve it. Just simply like that. Not, hey, I dare you to throw your cat across the room and see how it reacts. Right. I would love a little inspirational TikTok where it's just happy stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, boy. Another uh, TikTok, on, but on the opposite spectrum. <laughs> this is a little <laughs> This is a little uh, humorous, a little, uh, a little. Uh, I don't know, what would you call it? Adventurous, I would say. Um, Andrew, have you dealt with noisy people a lot when you're on a plane? Yes. Oh, I have. Yeah. And, I don't and, like it. And do you do anything? Do you find a way to shut them the F up or do you just deal with it? So I typically just pop a Xanax while I'm on the plane that I get from my doctor and then put my noise-canceling headphones on and pass out. But the times where I haven't done that, I just turn up my music as loud as I can. Wow. You know what? In a similar vein, I feel like, you know what? I feel like I should, like, sniff cocaine, like, to deal with noisy people. Just to max their energy. Just to have a good time. I mean, that's not really the same thing of what you're saying, but you're, you're talking about relaxing and zoning out from them. But, you know, I'm, I'm saying like, yeah, come on. I, I want to be as loud as you guys. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to do a bump of cocaine, you'll be gritting your teeth and screaming along with them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust me. This part of the podcast will not be on social media. So let, let's let's just make that clear. I'm not advocating for sniffing cocaine on a plane. Uh, although that is a nice rhyme, though. I will say that. Um Hey, uh, this woman found a brilliant way to shut people up who are way too noisy on a plane. Listen to this on TikTok. Here's a scam for the girls and the guys. If you're ever at a hotel or I've used this on airplanes as well, where people are next to you and being really loud and rude and you like want to ask them to be quiet, but you don't want to be a dick about it. If you say to them, Hey, I'm sorry. Could you please quiet down? I have to wake up really early for a funeral tomorrow. Every time, they immediately feel so bad and they will quiet down instantly. Yeah, I mean, it's a big difference, Andrew, between saying, oh, guys, please, do you mind? I'm trying to catch some sleep. That is one thing. And then you have the other thing, which is like, guys... I'm sorry, um, my two brothers and my sister and my uncle and my godfather passed away tomorrow. Like, they passed away the other day from, like, uh, you know, ironically, a plane crash. And we're going to mourn them tomorrow. And um, 
I, I just want some sleep. Can you do, do you guys mind? Like, like, what do you say to that when you're a noisy person causing a disturbance on a plane? You know what I mean? You probably would feel bad. Yeah, you probably feel bad. You wouldn't really want to argue or fight about it. I could see my that for myself if somebody turned around and said, like, hey, I'm going to a funeral. Do you mind being quiet? If I was a loud person on a plane, I would definitely be quiet. Yeah. Well, uh, next time you and I uh, go traveling to wherever we travel to to get our cocaine, Andrew, we're going to keep that in mind. <laughs> Look, I'm flying to the Dominican Republic in August, so I'm going to try this. Yeah. Oh, wait, you're not going to get cocaine, are you? Oh, no, not that. I mean, you can't bring that on the plane. <laughs> you really can. You really can. Andrew's very smart. This is why you're my lovely co-host. Yay. <laughs> no drugs on planes. Stay in school, kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is a rhyme that needs to be in school. In school, they should have told us that. Yeah. Well, that's all. That, that that's what we found on TikTok. Hey, if anything that me and Andrew say on this podcast resonated with you at all, please hit us up on socials. And I don't care. Honestly, you could tell us that you hate the crap out of us. You could tell us that you love us. I, I mean, I, look. Actually, you know what? Speaking for me, I don't care, Andrew. Uh, you could uh, you could decide whatever uh, reception you get. Do you want love? Do you want hate? Do you want both? What do you want? You know, I want both. I love to just hear from people on social media. I check my social media about once a millennia. So, you know, I'll, it'll be like a good like surprise. Like, pow, somebody said you sound like Oprah Winfrey. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh man. And I had a perfect Oprah impression, too. Darn, you, you, you just come out with it naturally with your speaking voice. <laughs> yeah. You know, I love Oprah, and one day I want to sit in her garden with her and talk about, like, some scandal. So I hope she likes my voice, too. Oh, my God. I cannot wait to see that interview. All righty. I'm speaking with Andrew Vendertont. <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the only part of Oprah I know how to impersonate, when she gets excited about stuff. And that was from her talk show days. We're going to Australia. She had this very operatic voice when she got excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Please tell me how your kids became your grandkids. That's even creepier. <laughs> oh, God. That, that really is. I don't know how that's biologically possible. I don't even know if it if it should be. I don't even, I, I don't even want to go there. Let's just say that me and Andrew want to meet Oprah, and we'll just leave it at that. Yes, I want to meet Oprah, and Wow. <laughs> I, I know it's 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 been a long weekday for us. Um, yeah, what's on TikTok? Small talk. Uh, our Oprah impression, our Oprah aspirations, whatever you want. Uh, if you have anything that resonated with you that you want to talk about, respond to, whatever. I mean, hit us up. I'm uh, personally Facebook.com/slash the Anything Show, uh, Instagram and TikTok at Anything Show Francois and Andrew. Where are you on socials again? On the Instagram at AJ underscore Vandertunt, spelled A-J-A-Y. Beautiful. And TikTok, same thing. Oh, okay, okay. So uh, A-J-A-Y underscore Vandertunt, V-A-N-D-E-R-T-U-N-T. And without further ado, my conversation with the wonderful actor Michael Ironside, who has a new movie out, Confession, right now on The Anything Show. Jean-Francois, parlez-vous français? Oui uh, I mean, only a little bit back in middle school and high school. I never really paid attention to French, and I, and I should be ashamed of that, frankly. No, you shouldn't. God, no, you should not be ashamed. I was just pulling your leg. I know how to get fed 
I know how to get fed. I used to I used to drink and use a lot of drugs, so I know how to get get fed, get booze, and uh, and find the toilet. That's about my French. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Interesting information. I didn't know that. Uh, Michael, <laughs> let me ask you about like all the characters that you played over the years, because you played a lot of great like villains and tough guys, and I wonder how. Did you first discover that talent? And do you like that branding as an actor? Because, I mean, we're talking about Scanners, Top Gun, Total Recall, Starship Troopers. The list goes on and on, you know? And Free Willy. I, you know, I mean, the character hated the whale. I wanted to kill a whale. I had a resentment against a whale. How, how absolutely archaic can that be? But, no, John, the, in, the, the standard answer I have about that is in, in the industry I'm in, if you – kill a dog with a shovel early in your career and somebody makes money off it. They want you to just continue to kill dogs with shovels for the rest of your career, because it's a very, very, um, it's a difficult industry and nobody likes to roll the dice. They want things that are set in, you know, set in stone as much as possible. So um, the dog may become Dame Edith Evans. The, the shovel may become a newspaper article or something like that, but the character doesn't, they don't want you to really, change or, or stray from that line so i've done very large projects you know like totally recall top gun starship troopers free willy these films where i get paid a lot of money to pay a, a very inflexible usually soul or spiritually um sick person and and that gives me a kind of a just i can affect distribution with that you know I've right got, and then it allows me to go off and do smaller films like this film, Confession, where I get to do something where I want to do it, where I get to reach for something in a different direction. You know, I'm very well trained, but nobody ever knows that. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, now, I know you from the BC animated universe. I own Superman the Animated Series on DVD. And to find out that you were the voice of Darkseid, I mean, that was one of my storylines in that show. I wonder if you could talk about um the you know the sort of villain tough guy actor reputation as it pertains to being in the animated universe because i feel like there's a lot more fun a lot more flexibility that could be had because of the fact that it's animation and you could you know kind of play around with your voice do different things you know talk about that well dark side came about um my god i just got my canadian actor there out and about uh dark side came about from i think the one of the people that were part of that the animation and stuff had seen a film called uh, Adventures in the Forbidden Zone with uh, way back in my career, where I played this very evil character with metal arms, and he had a very strange voice. He would talk like this, and uh, I learned at an early age when I had damaged my throat singing how to lock off the top of my larynx so that the the nodes that had been that had developed on top of my larynx could dissipate and get healthy. And I could talk with just the bottom of my larynx. Um, this voice teacher taught me how to do that because you don't want to operate on your larynx because if you do, the, the notes just keep coming back and eventually you lose, you lose your voice box. So they heard me play that character and they, they heard that as the voice of possibly dark side, you know, and uh, that's how I came about to play dark side. It's fun. Uh, a lot of wonderful actors to get to play with. It's it's really like uh, you get to play with other actors and nobody's watching. 
because the animation is done for you. The, the action is done for you. So you get to be in a sound studio together and sort of have fun. And it's very much like play for me. I love it. Yeah. And related to the and and related to the DC universe, um, I know that you had a few episodes as Lois Lane's father in Smallville, which I was obsessed with back in high school and college. So I loved you on that as well. And let's talk about your current project, Confession. The trailer looks great. Can you tell us what the movie's about? The subject matter is on Confession is uh, date rape, uh, non consensual sex, rape in general. It's I play a crotchety old uh, set in his ways near retirement detective who gets approached by what I see as an aggressive uh, young new uh, assistant attorney, um, prosecuting attorney who wants to open up a case that's been put to bed five years before or three years before. I can't remember exactly the date on it. And I'm going, why are we doing this? This is done. And I hopefully represent a part of the audience that we're trying to reach that needs to be educated. And it goes from my character. The arc of my character is from somebody who doesn't doesn't believe and thinks, oh, my God, you know, uh, this subject is just somebody else's responsibility. There's, you know, the victim is sometimes at fault as much as the uh, perpetrator. What were you wearing? Were you drunk? Where was this, you know, to a person who's a champion by the end of it. And being the father of two daughters, and uh, it's a subject that is very dear to my heart. And I don't mean that in a kind of like fuzzy, warm, cuddly kind of hugs. You know, if you, if you got a moment, I wouldn't mind addressing something. My daughter, when she was 14, at, we were sitting at the kitchen table and she said to me, she, the subject came up about, you know, unprotected sex and all that stuff. And she said, Dad, are you aware um, what we're taught in health class? And I said, what do you mean? She says, what were you taught? And I said, well, we were taught how to have unprotected, you know, how to wear protection when you're having sex, not get venereal disease, blah, 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 have safe sex. And she goes, yeah. I said, why? She said, we're taught how not to get raped. We're taught to not wear our hair in a ponytail when we're out at night by ourselves after dark so our hair is down. To wear a comfortable pair of shoes if you're going to be out in formal wear so you can kick them off. Put on comfortable shoes walking home so you have something you can run in. Stay away from alleys and dark dark corners and stuff like that. Stay out of parking lots and stuff. Stay under the light. You know, uh, Pick your way home. Let people know where you are. I mean, this sort of, it came as a... Being a father who I thought at the time in my 40s was fairly well-educated punched me right in the stomach because I'd never really looked at that material that way and looked at that whole event. Because in a society where men and women are equal, and, and in our society, I, I believe that a lot of men are more equal than women, and they see themselves that way. And a lot of society, in different societies over the planet, men are a lot more equal than women. So it was kind of like trying to educate the audience and at the same time do it in an entertaining story. And I, that is not tongue in cheek. This is a, a fairly compelling story. And uh, it has uh, heroes and heroines and, uh, and bad guys and, you know, people who go change their kind of attitudes. And I think it's it's a necessary subject. It's, an, it's necessary viewing. And I don't mean in, in a docudrama way. I mean, in a very, very comfortable, entertaining, dramatic way. Um, I don't do a lot of press for a lot of things. But I'm very much behind this film. Confession is, is in, in my mind, is must-see. Michael Ironside, thank you so much for speaking with me. I appreciate it, man. Well, John, I hope I didn't take up too much of your time there. <laughs>
no, no, no. I, I, I should be telling you that myself. I mean, you, you obviously are a very busy actor with with a lot going on. So I'm glad that you were able to, you know, give me a few minutes of your time. Well, thank you, John. The Anything Show with John Francois on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. Join us on YouTube, Facebook.com slash The Anything Show, and Instagram and TikTok at Anything Show Francois.